Drivers, start your engines! Josh Berry needed to have occur, but we have wadded up half the field after Josh Berry's car has apparently exploded an engine in turn number three. I've experienced plenty of highs and lows in racing, and uh, right now we got great race cars, and we got a great team that's given us everything we need to do it. And uh, John West Racing Engines, David West, has been a huge part of, of making my career better, making my results better, and helping me prove myself every week. So, you know, what happened tonight is just part of racing, and um, it's been a while since I've had anything like this happen, and uh, unfortunately, it got us tonight. Talk to Bobby, says it hasn't been the year we wanted, but we keep fighting, we keep putting ourselves in position, and with one lap to go, Bobby McCarty is three-eighths of a mile away from victory for the second time this season, the Cars Late Mile Stock Tour. He will unofficially take over the series point lead entering South Boston, and Bobby McCarty will win the Late Mile Stock portion of the 50-tire per your tank line Mid-Atlantic Classic. I really could care less about the points, I, and I, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but uh, we, we need to get back to where we was last year where we had cars that was the car you had to show up to beat. So, uh, you know, we just, we just got to focus on that and uh, do what we can to, to get back to, to winning races and uh, definitely felt like we was we was stepping in the right direction this weekend and uh, really couldn't show it in qualifying because of the deal we got. But uh, like I said, we, we need to get our cars better, so I, I'm going to win. I, I could care less where everybody else finished. I just want to make sure that uh, by the end of the day, they all got to beat this 22 car. So uh, we're going to go to work. Uh, still got some work to do. Um, we finally just got this car back. Uh, this is the car that got wrecked at Carteret, and, and we had to run a backup at Hickory. So uh, first race back out with this car, and. Uh, bad deal for everybody that got caught up in three and four. I uh, hate to see tore up race cars like that, but uh, you got to count your blessings. Um, so uh, we'll move on to South Boston. Through turns three and four, Matt Craig and Tate Fogelman. Roll through the KRC Power Steering start box, and we are off and racing. Whoa, Tate Bogeman had him a handful of wheel in turn two. And right now, Vermonti trying to get fourth from Tate Bogeman, maybe even third from Trevor Knowles, as Knowles might have a problem. Two for one special turn two. Vermonti now up to third with seven to go before it would be a competition yellow. Something amiss though on Trevor Knowles' car. That car visibly off the pace. Does he have a tire going down? Is there something breaking in that car? Is he losing power? Problems turn number four. Big issues. This race is not over. Tate Fogelman, Cody Connor up into the outside wall. Tate, tell us what happened there. There's just no need in racing that hard for fifth or sixth, whatever it was. I mean, 
That's just about an 80 grand race car we just built, uh, brought to the track, worked our asses off, and they just get running the wall like that. That's uh, people racing like that. That's what it's turned into now. So I guess I'm gonna have to start doing it back. A lot of money wasted right there. Steve Wallace has been parked by race control for over-aggressive driving. Steve, tell us what happened there. I feel terrible about it. I, I just honestly made an honest mistake. I flew down to turn three. We were racing real hard. It looked like Tate was getting kind of loose. And me and the 45 are racing. We were all bundled up right there. We got three wide. One shot the middle. One was on the top. And I got to three and I locked it right retired up and just got loose as shit in the corner. I apologize everybody here. It's 100% my fault. Through the KRC power steering restart zone. Trevor Knowles on the gas, gets the run into turn one. He'll rip right around, behind him they're racing hard, Matt Craig nearly gets turned. Turn four, white flag in the air for Trevor Knowles. He is free and clear of the chaos behind him. Meanwhile, they are trading paint for fourth on back, but Trevor Knowles will overcome a flat right rear tire with 30 laps to go to win the third annual Thrifty Tire per your take line Mid-Atlantic Classic and take home a $10,000 check in Edelbrock Victory Lane. Man, I didn't know what happened. I just heard something pop. I thought it was in the front end, but evidently it wasn't. Um, that was a, a gift from God right there, but um, I think we had a really good car. I think we had a good enough car to win it, but um, this is by far one of my biggest wins in my career, and I just uh, couldn't be happy enough to do it with the car store. Yeah, it was pretty hectic coming to the field right there. Just Cars were worn everywhere. It was carnage, and um, it was a long race, but uh, I'm glad we're standing here in victory lane. Trevor Knowles, enjoy it. The biggest win of your career, you're $10,000 richer. Thank you, Tony. You're listening to the Car Store Report with uh, Chris Regal. Chris, how you doing, buddy? Good, good. Uh, beautiful day here today, and uh, man, it. Uh, wish we had had a day like we we do today, and uh, when we were at Orange County, but uh, we got it in, and, and and two great great races there at Orange County again, no matter what. Yeah, you guys have uh, struggled with the weather a little bit, uh, you know, uh, over the course of the season, which is pretty normal. I mean, uh, you get a couple races here and there. This past weekend, uh, cut a couple practices from you guys. Uh, got a little bit of misting and qualifying, I believe. Uh, tell us about it. Yeah, uh, you know, weather has uh, kind of, you know, been, been hit and miss and tricky and stuff like that at times. But, you know, uh, knock on wood. We, we we got it in and got it on 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 schedule and we have all year so that's that's pretty awesome um for for every, everything on, on our standpoint and competitors and fans and and stuff so yeah we we, we battled a, a little bit of weather um uh, you know each each division each super both super late models and late model stocks only got um their one thirty minute session um there on on saturday and before we went right in qualifying and um yeah, it, uh, uh, you know, super qualifying was, was, was pretty good. And then just kind of got a, uh, a, a little haze of, of barely missed. I, you know, you could see it in the light, but you knew it was, was just damp in the area and the late mall stocks and, and, uh, you know, definitely some guys, uh, you know, it affected or thought it affected them more than others. Um, you know, so it, you know, the guys at the, at the end, uh, maybe they were a little faster 
you know, because of it. But also, when you had some, some good guys there qualifying at the, at the end. So, um, you know, from 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 a standpoint of, of a show deal, you know, Bobby McCarty, who was the eventual winner, you know, qualified 11. So I know he was kind of, uh, you know, uh, wasn't too happy about that. But I guess it's it's no different than, you know, that's what the, the random a randomizer of the, of the qualifying draw is, is just that's just a random deal and a look of uh, the draw type thing. Well, I mean, it sounds like the way it worked out, you know, eventually he won the race, uh, qualified 11th. Uh, I, I'm going to assume that helped him miss the uh, incident on lap three when uh, Josh Josh Berry uh, had a flywheel issue, cut his oil filter, I believe he said on Facebook, um, you know, dumped oil all over the track, uh, crashed a bunch of cars. Um, so I guess that that eventually helped uh, helped Bobby out. Yeah, I mean it all it all played in played in his uh his favor and um uh you know it you know, that that incident there with, with Josh it's just it's it just sucks all the way around. It's it took out about eight or nine cars and, and good cars guard you know, whenever the, the leader uh, has something like that happen going into to a turn it just really kinda kinda affects everybody and, and you know, you got all twenty you know, twenty two cars that, that have to dodge it and uh um, you know, right on entrance, it's just kind of hard to do. And, and, and on a restart at the beginning race, everybody is is packed packed together. So, you know, just just bad deal, bad deal all the way around. Bad for Josh, uh, bad for the competitors. You know, you know, destroyed a couple cars and 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 just, but no one to blame. You know, just just total total no one to blame. And and um, it it just you know it it just sucked for everybody. I don't know how else to to put it that way. And and. Uh, but you know that um, that's just racing as it happens. There are a lot of things that uh, uh, nobody, including ourselves or teams or whatever, can control. And that was just one of those things. Right. Uh, one driver who uh, got hurt by that was pole sitter uh, Craig Moore. You know, he uh, got caught up in that. Obviously, a favorite there at his home track, and and really a favorite in these last two races, having won South Boston. Um, you know, the last time out. Um, so uh, I'm sure he's got a lot of work to do uh, to get his car back together. Uh, you, you speaking of the flywheel, I guess uh, some other guys had some flywheel issues. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, yeah. It, I, you know, I, I don't know what it is, and that was definitely a, a pretty big talk. It, it, we had three different incidences, um, you know, right at, right after Sammy Smith's qualifying run. He, he thought it was an engine issue, it ended up being a flywheel, and, and had to change it, start the rear, and, and uh, um, uh, obviously Josh with that and then a little bit later we had had an incident with the, the one uh, uh, D of, of Terry Deese and it put some you know put some fluid and went smoking and, and kind of the same thing it uh, you know it was, it was a flywheel and, and uh, it may have cut a pan on his but um, uh, yeah I, I don't know if it's these guys running a lot fly, you know lightweight flywheel that that is it, you know they're just pushing it to the, the max or you know, who's to say that, that uh, you know that they could have had a thousand laps on them? I don't know that 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 thing, but I think it's something that uh, they they need to look at, and we you know maybe even we look at and stuff like that. But um, uh, uh, you know that when those those flywheels come apart, I know on Josh's it just it about cut the headers in half too. I mean it just really it's it's like throwing a grenade underneath there. So uh, bad thing. Um, and uh, something to, to look into here with these late-mall stocks. 
Yeah, that's crazy for sure. Uh, other than that incident, race was fairly clean until uh, the end. Uh, I guess uh, Brandon Pierce uh, got into uh, Adam Lemke, and, and eventually he was penalized. Uh, tell us about uh, what you saw in that incident. Yeah, I mean, some good racing, uh, Josh and and, and, uh, and uh, Justin Carroll, uh, you know, race side by side for Josh and I got out there, and, and um, there at the end, it was, it was all Josh and I mean, excuse me, all, all Bobby, Bobby there out front. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, for, for in the final 10 laps, I'm kind of seeing, you know, I'm seeing contact between the two and the 98 and, and, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of watching it. Um, and, uh, and, and, and finally just, just on the last, you know, that this is, a, I think the battle for fifth or sixth at the time and just, just easy to see, easy to watch. Um, you know, in my opinion, whenever there's, there's, there's incidents or contacts, it, 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 therefore I get to convey my opinion to, to, to what it is. Like no other, you know, no different than any other referee or whatever. But, uh, in, in my opinion, uh, on once it finally came to a head, it was, it was on the last lap and, and with the 98 in front of, uh, of, of, of the two, um, the two kind of gave a shot to the 98, the 98 going around. Um, and, and, and actually, uh, put him a lap down and, um, uh, took away, took away what, 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 you know, what I, I thought, you know, uh, uh you know, unnecessary and, you know, uh, came right away. And, and it was at the same time, probably within about, I don't know, 60, 80 yards or so, uh, right when, when Bobby's coming out of, out of four, I felt like it was safe to, 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 for him to get to that that checkered flag, so no need to throw the yellow. And um, the 98, once he did spawn, he he actually stalled it, and it stayed up, stayed up top, up against the the the, um, the wall. And um, so we went ahead and did you know did did finish the race, but no opportunity to, to black flag the, the two or anything. But but as soon as it happened, I, I just said the two cars, you know, I going to get that finish, and, and uh, you know we kind of penalized him and, and put him to the to the, the rear of the cars that were, were all in the lead lap there. So, um, uh, so it, it, it knocked him down to 12th and, and, uh, coincidentally with the, the 98 not getting to start, he finished 13th. So he, he still, he still finished in front of the 98, but, uh, he didn't get the finish that, uh, um, that, that he thought he was. And, and, um, uh, I think, you know, looking at the replay and, and everything that I saw and, you know, me and him talked a, a long time after the after the race, and you know, uh, you know, he, he he was saying there was some chopping of the '98, and, and he's saying that you know '98, so the brake, you know, hit the brakes a little bit going in, and, and uh, just just kind of a, a plethora of, of different reasons why it came to that. Um, you know, I, I I can't can't really see who's getting on the brakes and this and that, or and then I look at the replay, and and you know, with the hash marks on the on the track it was easy to see they they both stayed underneath the hash mark so it wasn't anything absurd you know for me it was for me it was a, it was a pretty easy call um i don't think he felt that way but uh you know uh, that's what happens whenever whenever you invite you know invite me into the situation right you've you've told us that before you don't have to make decisions if nothing happens but I, i've got to ask you know given all the contact that's happened this year, you know, between, you know, Josh and Bobby and, you know, uh, Brandon uh, Pierce and uh, Ryan Repco, you know, both at Motor Mile, I mean, and, and other incidents throughout the year, 
why a penalty on this one? Well, and 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 I told that to to, to Brandon. I said, you know, maybe you, I said you got away with one. You know, you got away with one probably on Ryan Repco at Motor Mile, um, and uh, that 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 I didn't look at as as, as good as I should have, uh, and uh, you know maybe I missed it initially. Um, you know, um, and he brought up the the he, he sure didn't bring up that one, but he brought up the uh, you know thing with with Bobby and Josh and. You know the, the Bobby and Josh deal. I, I, I still to, to my my thought, and and, and um, you know that was just a racing deal. Um, you know, it's similar to what what transpired in the next race with with Setzer and 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 spinning around, going on the inside of of, of Craig in front of the field. Um, so you know, there's there's no, no call on that either. Um, so. You know, I, I just, you know, I kind of, kind of, kind of looked at it, and and uh, you know, I, you know, I try to call each, each thing as as it is, and you know, sometimes I see it, sometimes I don't, sometimes, you know, you know, as I told him, sometimes a squirrel, sometimes you're nut, and and uh, it was, it, it was when it was multiple laps of contact, uh, time and time again, um, you know, uh, not necessarily by by one party or the other um and in my my opinion it was probably a little bit more on the contact from the two than the 98 then um then it, it kind of draws my attention to to watch it closely over over multiple laps and there at the finish there bobby was pretty far ahead so my attention didn't necessarily have to be uh directly on uh, on that leader at that time I mean, is that what it comes down to? Is basically where you were looking, and the fact that they had been making contact previously kind of made you keep your eye on them more, or, or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, from, from the best I recall and the best watch, I don't think that was that was pretty much the only battle really at the time, um, and it was it was it was on and on, and and um, uh, you know, there was that little gaggle there at one point. Uh, another ninety-eight had had. had drove it in and kind of washed up the racetrack earlier um probably with about 20 to go 15 to go in and kind of in front of deke and and no contact was made but i, I perfectly came on the radio and said 98 don't be diving in and washing up in front of people so that was the that was the, the kind of gaggle and, and uh then um uh yeah it just just kind of uh you know definitely was was the incident you know like i said i think it was a battle for fifth too so it wasn't like it was you know, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh on back. You know, that, that's probably another thing too. I, you know, I'm going to watch the guys more up front than the guys towards the back, and and I think that that's that's where it should be. I try to catch battles, but uh, you know, it's uh, but, yeah. I mean, I think it comes down to what you see and what you're able to see, and and uh, you know what happens on an individual basis. You know, given how many incidents we've had, you know, for the lead, you know, this year. You know, just this year alone, but I mean, going back further, even, um, you know, doesn't seem like you know you viewed those incidents the same. Uh, if if this was the battle for the win, would you have done the same thing? Well, if that was a battle for a win, yeah, I mean, I would, I would, the two wouldn't have got the win. I mean, it's it's it's, I don't, you know, it's, you know, the incidents I recall is is you know going back to, to the beginning of the year, obviously the 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 two. Uh, you know, pretty much knocked Josh up up two or three car 
car length just just out of the out of the 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 the, the lead there at first race of the year um you know uh go into to, to southern national and or excuse me orange county which we've worn the two there uh uh at at for for a lot of contact with taylor gray and and you know but you had a you, you know you had josh and lee and you know that was just good 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 racing uh uh a little little rough at times uh and uh but you know good racing amongst amongst a group of, of good cars and, and I want them to touch. I want them to have contact and, and this and that. I'm not trying to take that away. I think that's pretty easy to see. Um, but you know, then you go to places like Langley, uh, you know, last lap they're, they're battling, you know, Lane gets into the 22. No one spins, uh, doesn't alter the race, uh, anything like that as far as, you know, spinning, you know, and, and then Bobby goes and gets into him and, and 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 send him up the track and and uh once again no one spins no reason to throw a yellow uh you know no you know, there's no chance of altering the race uh, and motor mile obviously uh because of the you know the the brandon pierce and the repco deal uh, on a white flag and where it happened to come off of two that did alter the race where we had to do a, a green light checker um and that's just a race and deal. I didn't, I didn't think that anybody, you know, I didn't really think that, that, that Bobby did, did anything wrong and necessary. Josh didn't do anything wrong. And, and, uh, but I, I did feel that when I saw, saw Brandon here and, and looked at the replay and slowed it down and watched the, the body, uh, of the 98 buckle, um, from behind and, um, the angle that we, we do have there from at, at Orange County, um, it was, it was, it was a pretty easy call. Listening to you talk and going through all of those uh, instances, does it somewhat come down to a history with with Brandon? Uh, maybe you know somebody you've yeah, had I mean, to I talk think, to in the past. I think so. I think there's. I think there's. I think there's. You know, there's there's instances that that if if uh, you know that hey, it's is is if if there's you know um, uh, a little bit of history there, and, and you kind of kind of. Uh, you know, you've talked to him or you've been aware and, and stuff like that. I think, you know, I think Brandon's an aggressive driver. Um, sometimes he gets a little too much, but he's a good quality race car driver. Um, you know, he's had a great season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think when you, when you go and, 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 and uh, talk to a guy or have, have, have certain things happen, you know, that was a, a regular occurrence, then in the lead, the lead, lead rope isn't, isn't as big anymore you know it's it's a pretty tight leash um it's it's you know it's it's, and i think that's kind of what we we do at the cars tour in general you know you know going going there and and and, and i think that's just kind of what we do it's and the same thing as you know jeff oakley we reinstated him after about a two-year thing and, and he probably finished 13th or 14th didn't have a front end on it but guess who was our random in tech the other night so uh and it was something that he knew ahead of time hey you're gonna be my random if you finish 19th or 20th you're my random car just so you know don't load up (laughs) so uh that's just kind of kind of how how we try to do things and and um uh yeah i mean i think so going back to your question yeah is, is, is history a little bit of it i think so but 
there's, you know, everybody starts off with a clean slate each and every race, that's for sure. Gotcha. All right, we'll, we'll move on from that. Uh, of course, uh, Bobby McCarty scored the win, which, you know, with Josh Berry's problems and, uh, you know, Bobby's victory kind of flipped the points. Where do we stand on that? Yeah, so uh, with, with with everything, it was a total uh, of a 20-point swing, which is, you know, kind of in, in cars tour, unlike a lot of, a lot of short track series, you know, when we have such high car count, you're going to see points swings like that. And uh, so Bobby went from being 11 behind to uh, actually nine to the good. So uh, Bobby will go into the uh, championship week with a, a nine-point lead uh, over Josh. So for, for, for me personally, and kind of way I've, I've been talking to it, you, you, you know, fans, there's no reason not to be there or tune in because you're going to see – you know, two of the best uh, veterans um, and, and probably the, the best ever championship battle in Cars Lake Model Stock history on November 2nd. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. Have you ever had it this tight going into the final race? <sighs> you know, I, I feel like we've had, had instances where it's 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 been tight, um, you know, and, and probably this tight. Um, but I don't know with with... Uh, you know, if you look at the stats, which I've already done, they have the same ha- same average finish at, the, at, at South Boston, same average starting position. Hmm. You know, they've they've uh, you, you know, it's I kind of think of it as 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 Bobby's track that he he and his team's kind of familiar with, um, and kind of their their home area. Um, but yeah, Josh has has led all categories, and he's led the most laps more than anybody. He's won the most polls and the most wins, and um, so all bonus point situations where you win a win a pole, you get a point. You lead a lap, you get a point. You lead the most map, uh, most laps, you get a point. So that's everything he has done all season long. Uh, he um, so if you look at the stats and you look at the numbers of it, it's it's very uh, going off of history, and that's all we have to go off of. It's tight. At the at that particular racetrack, but Josh has the upper hands on on where what he what he needs to do in order to pick up the maximum points, which is what he's done all year. Right, and, and you know to make it even more interesting, you know Bobby, I don't believe has made a start at South Boston this year. Josh has dominated the first half of uh, the Thunder Road 200 uh, in July before getting inverted and getting taken out. Uh, so obviously he's got a really good setup there. Uh, so it should be a really interesting interesting way to finish the season out. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I feel like, like I said, I feel like we've had some some other tight tight things, but um, uh, not 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 uh, two of two of the veterans like that. That uh, that really, at the end of the day, um, no matter what happens, uh, you'll see the the first uh, repeat uh, cars tour uh, champion in in series history out of any division, no matter who who comes out on top there. It'll definitely pretty be uh, pretty interesting to watch here in like seven months when we have that race. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, in November. Um, all right, uh, moving on to the super late model race. Um, Want to run through it really quick. Not a not a lot happened, but uh, a, a little bit to get to the point of uh, Trevor Knowles uh, picking up the victory. Pretty clean race. Uh, Trevor actually cut a tire. Um, what's you guys' procedure there when a guy cuts a tire and, and comes back? Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of been the same, you know, for for many years here. It's, it's um, you know everybody 
gets gets you know four tires um, uh, that they can lay out uh, two right sides and two lefts. Uh, we come through and, and mark them uh, that they they have to have them laid out under pace laps. We come through and, and, and mark those tires as, as a dedicated change change tire, uh, and that's only if emergency. Um, uh, and that, that definition of emergency is an approved flat tire. So, so my official has to has to go there, see an air gauge, see a hole, see something like that in order to see that 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 that, that there's a flat. Um, and uh, that those tires have to be scuffed tires. You know whether that's you know a two lap, three lap mock run or or, or ninety five lap you know, run from, from the race before that's up to the teams. Um, so, uh, just, uh, I think with about 38 to go, uh, right as we're coming to a, a competition, yellow 40 in a row, um, uh, Trevor Knowles is, is within about a car length or two from, from, uh, going a lap down and, and, uh, we get the 40 consecutive green flag laps and he kind of gets saved there. And, uh, the reason he, he he was running top three, top four all evening, um, and and to go from there to almost lap down immediately, there was definitely a problem, and uh, come in and, and uh, uh, you know, car store TV did an excellent job. It was very easy to see. And official saw it pouring water on it afterwards. It's just just spitting out and, and almost you know just getting flatter and flatter by the second. So pretty pretty clear thing uh, there, and uh, just just a, a racing luck thing you know no different than the than the than the josh situation if it if it happens 38 laps in rather than 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 38 to go then you know you don't see trevor having that that that, that tire and that grip that he needs to you know you, you have it with 10 to go he doesn't have the laps to get up there uh so it's just you know he goes a lap down you know, then he's got to battle back and try to get a lucky dog. I mean, there's just all kinds of situations. It's just it just worked out for him, you know, perfectly on the race and luck situation. It's just amazing to get that lucky though to cut a tire right before the competition. Yellow comes out right before you're going to get, uh, you know, go a lap down. I mean, it's just it's amazing how racing works out sometimes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, of course, uh, green white checkered there at the end. Um, you know, he uh, drove away from uh, Matt Craig there. Uh, at the end of the race, uh, Matt, you know, of course, contender every race uh, with you guys. Um, so I'm sure he was disappointed not to uh, not to get the ten thousand dollars there. And and you know another another avenue. I, how did how did you guys feel about uh, you know the car count that you guys got, uh, given that you were paying ten thousand to win? Oh, we were we were satisfied. We were definitely satisfied. I mean, that was that was uh, in both divisions, uh, twenty two and nineteen. That was quote unquote our lowest car count of the year. So. Um, you know, I, I mean, so to still go and, and, and have, um, you know, car count we did in both both things in, in, in August, it, for some reason, just, you know, no matter where we go, what it is, August tends to, 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 tends to dip down just a little bit in car count. Um, but, but overall, we were, you know, we were satisfied with that. I mean, uh, um, you know, yeah, you'd like to have... Uh, you know, 24 cars or so, like we average um, for standalone events, but um, to only you know to, to be you know four or five less than that is a little disappointing. But we still you know we still feel like we we had a, at 19 we had a had a had a pretty pretty you know decent decent uh, car count you know could could improve on, but the quality of the field was definitely there with with you know the the 
who we had there and the Stephen Nassies and the Steve Wallace and Tate Fogelman and Cody Connor and, and, and Trevor Knowles and, and, and the guys there that, uh, you know, Giovanni Romani and, and those guys that did, did come there. Gotcha. Um, Friday night, you guys, uh, announced your schedule. Um, nothing on the late model stock side, uh, you know, really stood out other than South Boston's race moving from, you know, the typical, you know, November to, uh, the last, uh, last weekend of NASCAR points. Um, I presume anyways, uh, September 12th. Um, you know, of course, on the super side, you guys added a 20,000 to win, uh, race at, uh, Jennerstown. You guys have got to be pretty excited about going there. Yeah, we are. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a, seems like a great racing facility and those, those folks up there have done a really good job, you know, getting that place back going. Um, they have a great fan support, which is what we, what we, you know, it's what we strive off of in the cars tour. It's July 4th. We've, we kind of research everything around and, and, you know, Jennerstown's kind of, kind of in the, in an area that's, you know, in the middle of a lot of places or close to a lot of places. And, um, you know, it, 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 there's there's no big super races on that race, so you know it's a twenty thousand dollar win overall, a big purse, seventy five thousand dollars in purse money. Um, so it's going to be a big one, and and uh, we're really looking forward to to getting up there. It's another thing we don't really have in the in the Carolinas and our Mid Atlantic region, and or we only run we don't have that big half or five eighths mile high horsepower track that that Jennerstown will offer to us for the supers. Right. Um, on the late model stock side, or I, I guess both sides, I, I, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to Speed 51's interview with you uh, on the Bull Ring show Monday, but I did see the story and see a little bit bits and pieces of that. Uh, I guess you were talking about uh, maybe taking uh, the late model stocks to a bigger half mile, faster half mile track. Yeah, I mean, it could be a possibility. Um, like I said, we've got ten races, um, which we we ran eleven this year. Um, and uh, we're well 11. Um, so it could be a possibility in, in 2020, uh, even if, if not in 2020, it's something that based on feedback and, and talking to competitors and, and things like that, that, you know, that I felt like the Cars Tour has really built the light model stock uh, group and program and, and guys that we, we have now and, and for the foreseeable future seem to be on board with pulling that rope all in one direction and, and talking to them, you know, most all of them were, were said, yeah, we, we would be willing to go somewhere a little bit outside the, the typical, um, you know, late model stock uh, region uh, if we can go to, to a place that or track that, that we can't get here in, in the area. And um, so I think that says a lot about what we've all built together, us and, and the you know, teams and, and drivers and stuff like that. So. That's exciting. I think that's exciting for, for growing late model stock racing, growing the cars tour. And quite frankly, I think there's a lot of people outside of areas you couldn't even imagine that, that now know what late model stock racing is or come to love late model stock racing because, because of, of, of the cars tour. And, um, yeah, uh, it, it could be a possibility. We'll just kind of have to wait and see. Not that I expect you to tell me, but uh, obviously one of the one of the easiest uh, choices for that would be Nashville uh, Fairgrounds, given that their limited late model division there is basically a late model stock car division. Uh, so you'd have some local guys there, and I, I mean I know uh, you know a few of those guys that would participate. So obviously that would be a I would think that would be a pretty easy one for you. I mean, is that uh, something that you guys have looked into, or or no? Well, I mean it's 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 
you know, uh, you know, tra- there's a, there's tracks like that, and that that that's on our mind. Nashville being one of those. Obviously, we race there uh, traditionally with the, the supers and uh, on a combined event. Um, but we all know what 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 you know, kind of what the situation is in Nashville, and, and that's kind of it's it's very volatile. It feels like it it, it changes on the regular. So, uh, you know. I, I wish I could say one way or another or this or I felt, you know, really good or bad or whatever, you know. Right. So, I don't know. It, it, or it, it, I think it's just going to – there's a lot of key elements that have nothing to do with us that, that more has to do with that particular track that, that we're all going to have to see what happens here soon. Right. You uh, mentioned combined events. Uh, I, I assume, you know, based on the schedule that you guys put out for the Super Late Models that uh, you guys will be expanding that with uh, more combined events next year? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we've got uh, you know we've got a, a couple couple of um, you know dates that we're planning on adding for the for super a little bit later um, on on working with the Southern Super Series and and CRA. So you know hopefully we can get all those wrapped up and and um, you know be set there for 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 those dates there with those guys here. Uh, in talking with Speed Fifty One, you mentioned something about Martinsville, possible conversation there. Uh, rumors also rampant that the uh, U.S. Uh, short Track Nationals would move from Bristol to uh, Martinsville. You know anything about that? No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And, and, and they brought up Martinsville, so um, you know. Uh, but no, I hadn't heard that. That's the first one I heard heard about that one. That, that, that's pretty intriguing. But um, I hadn't heard anything about that. Um, so um, yeah, that, that's new to me. But um, no, I mean, uh, I can't. I guess my my point of the conversation is, you know, talking with Speed Fifty One and and those guys, and you know, you know, you know, we're we consider you know consider Martinsville Speedway and and, and them, you know, just yeah, part of part of what all we're doing in the region to to grow late model stock racing, and you know, we're we're a big fan of them. But I think they're a big fan of us. And and that's you know anything that we can do to, to help each other, um, and even if it's you know more fans of, of Martinsville Speedway, um, and you know obviously we have Super Late Model as well uh, as an option. So um, uh, you know I want every car store fan and every car store driver to be at the at the 300, um, you know between now and in South Boston. So that, that's kind of the, the biggest thing of, of of where that is and, and where that goes. All right, one last uh, schedule-related question. Obviously, Motor Mile, the only track really missing off of uh, the late model stock car schedule. Um, Motor Mile's uh, general manager, Michelle Vault, told the drivers in the drivers' meeting that uh, negotiations negotiations were still ongoing and that she fully expects to be on the schedule next year. Well, they are. They are. And, um, uh, and you know, I, I kind of, you know, been in, in communications with Michelle for, for, for a long period of time, and, and uh um, I think she kind of knew when our schedule was coming out and I'd been, you know, been in, in talks with her saying, Hey, this is, you know, this is, this is where, where I'm at on things and, and this is my time period. Um, so, um, I know they kind of got all kinds of things going on there. Um, and, uh, so, you know, there, there is still talk. It's still, still a possibility for sure. Um, and, you know, last year we, we ran both supers and late model stocks both there. Had a phenomenal car count. Um, when it can you know, even in 2015, we had phenomenal car count last time there. Disappointing and, and probably, you know, disappointing and hugely, hugely a huge decision factor from that, from the standpoint of ongoing there or not is the, the, the crowd support. 
there to watch the, the show that we're there to put on, um, the way the Cars Tour works and, and the way, you know, way our business plan goes is, you know, we have to have fans watching the entertainment uh, value. Um, you know, whether that's the local fans or it's people coming in, um, uh, you know, in, in, in both times and, and while, while better in, in 2019, we didn't really see the, the fans there to, to support it. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you go where you wanted and go where you're, you're loved. I think that's kind of a, a common, common thing. And, and, um, I, we really love going to Motor Mile. We love working with, with the folks at Motor Mile. Um, we just got to have a, a big crowd, um, coming in and, and watching, you know, the biggest touring series in the region come in and race. Right. Gotcha. Uh, you, you know, you mentioned that you guys are still talking, you know, you, that would be your 11th race. I assume you would add a 12th race if you could get a, a big half mile track. No, like I said, like kind of going back to it doesn't mean it's, it's, it's a 29, uh, 2020 thing. It's, it's, it's possibilities, you know, um, I don't think you'll see us run more than 11 points races in, 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 in 2020. Gotcha. All right. Well, I, I guess, uh, you know, unless you've got uh, anything else that uh, I might have missed here, I guess we'll pretty much leave it at that. Yeah, no, I think, I think it, you know, covered a lot and, uh, you know, should, should give a lot of folks a, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, content to, to listen through here there on race 22. And, 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 uh, it's a long while before, uh, before we're back at it on November 2nd. And, um, you know, in the meantime, I, like I said, I hope all the fans, uh, you know, both super and late model fans, there's a lot of big shows coming up. Um, that'll be in the you know, Winchester 400 on the super side and, and obviously the, you know, 300 for, for Martinsville. So, um, really looking forward and really hoping to, to see some cars tour regulars there in victory lane. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully we'll get uh, back to you before the uh, South Boston race. I know I was supposed to before the Orange County race. And honestly, the way we had been going, I completely forgot. So uh, that was me. I dropped the ball there. But uh, hopefully we'll get back to you before the South Boston race and kind of preview that and and look ahead to uh, what should be a great championship battle in the late model stocks. Yes, sir. Like I said, I think I think that's uh, talking about it and thinking about it. It's it's. And I'm really looking forward to, to, to South Boston because of, of the championship there that's on the line and, and the battle we've got. All right, man. That'll do it for uh, this episode of the Car Store Report. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you, guys. Yes, sir. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. <laughs>